the chance of getting our weed delivered today. the pot smoking mom's podcast we got a lot of coffee fueling our energy for today's podcast episode we've been all steamed up talking about all the topics we're about to deliver to your beautiful ears i'm sunny d along with my homegirl captain jay hello 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 thanks so much for spending time with us uh, if you like our show please rate subscribe share review just be friends with us Potsmokingmoms.com is our website. It's pretty easy. Um, just go there and all of our stuff is there for you to consume. Uh, We're almost done with this season. We are almost. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, Three more episodes. This one and two more, actually, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's been really fun. This a really fun season. It has been a fun season. Um, so this episode's just us. No, no guests, no interviews, but it's cool. You know, it's, it's been a while since we've had one. Just us. I, I think since we opened the season, I know we've been, uh, we've taken off with, we've got a lot of guests. Yeah. We got a lot of people too that are submitting. If you want to be a guest on our show, we have a link on our website. As I said earlier, potsmokingmoms.com. And you know, you can just let us know why you want to be on our show. And you know, we will try to respond and we like, you know, we try to get people on our show. We have a couple of people. I don't know. I'm thinking about different kinds of things we can do with some of the people who have sent us their information so far. Yes. What do you, uh, if you got something to smoke, please, we're going to partake ourselves. What do you got going on over there, Jay? I packed myself in my bong here, a little bowl of grape goddess from the flowery. Oh, nice. I had to take a little stop in the true leave and I got a little bubble gum today. Trusty old bubble gum. That one's good. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, take us, take us down a little bit. I was getting very passionate about a couple topics. Yeah, and it's rightfully just, so. Yeah, it's and you know this is why we do a podcast together because you agree, <laughs> even though you're not as intense as I am when I get into <laughs> it. She just stares at me, and I'm just like, like my head's out, about girl. to explode. Let it out. Plus, you're pro- you're the only other adults that I really talk to on a regular basis <laughs> and see in person in real life. Yeah, I know. Luckily, there's a lot of you out there who interact with me during the day on our social media. So that keeps me cool, you know, even though I'm around kids all day. But <laughs> when I get out in person with people, you know, it's like let it all out kind of situation. So sorry. <laughs> no, it's cool. I I get it. I, I try to make it funny. Yeah. <laughs> You try to make everything funny. Try, that's like yeah, your thing. That's my thing. That's my <laughs> that's my coping mechanism, you know. So um, we will be going live uh, Wednesday, 9 p.m. on Instagram. We've been doing it this whole season. It's worked out lovely. I think it's been a lot of fun. It's I'm been, glad we started doing that. Yeah. And oh, my God. Four people on an Instagram. How yeah. fun is Our that? last one with uh, me, Abby and Riley was last Was one. super fun. And there was a lot of us on. And it worked very well. But it didn't lag. We didn't have any issues. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't look like a deer in headlight <laughs> half the time because I didn't know what was happening. Because this time I did a new thing where I logged into the live also on my laptop 
-hmm. Like I put my cell phone on the little ring light behind my laptop so I could, you know, have the camera on me. Strategy. And then I put, I opened up the live. So that's why you, this last live, you probably saw me looking down a lot. I was trying to read the comments, looking down at my laptop and, and reading it. It was a lot easier because before I would only see like two lines of comment when it popped up. And I always wonder what other people see. In the yeah, lives. I guess because I'm on the bottom of the screen. Because I was always wondering what they see too. Yeah, what the other guests see. Because sometimes they, I mean, they can't read the the comments. Maybe I guess. Yeah, and but we were so enthralled in so many different topics in the last live that I couldn't even read any of the comments because I, I didn't see anywhere I could interject and be like, oh, so and so said this, so and so said that. And that's the I thing need to do them. better at responding to the comments in the comments. Like I could have done that to like at least. Oh yeah, that's so commenting. hard though. Yeah. We're, we're working on it. We're yeah. trying to get our lives more interactive. I like the four stuff. Yeah. I wish we could invite other people, you know, randomly. I don't know. Well, we should maybe every, every once in a while have one. If any of our patrons are We should maybe interested. keep Wednesday nights. We should keep Wednesday nights. Even after, Even after the, the season season's ends. over. Yeah. Yeah, I think Wednesday nights is good. Yeah. And we can invite people on for that. Yeah. And do that. Wow, ideas live. You heard it here. You just came, <laughs> you came heard up it with here a new first. One. We're going to keep the lives on Instagram going after this close of the season. Uh, we'll figure some fun out to do with that. Yeah. Nothing. I haven't nothing personal, I think, this week. Just a lot of emotions, really. Yeah, it's been a stressful, stressful week. We did want to talk a little bit about what Simone Biles, right? The Olympics. Yeah. I uh, also see that's why it was very emotionally packed this week is because she. She was in the Olympics. Like, we know Simone Biles. She's monumental. I mean, she's doing, she's doing moves out there that... They're changing the rules yeah, to make things easier exactly. for other people because she's so badass. Because she's so badass. And um, so she took a step back for one of the competitions. Yes. And uh, people had a lot to say about that, which I'm just like, why? Why do people have lots to say about everything all the time? I'm like, this poor girl, like has suffered enough to have these fucking grown-ass men who are sitting in their lounge chairs fucking judging her? I Please, unless you're in the... And I always say this in anything you do, unless you are in the arena fighting with me or fighting with whoever... Competing with and me, Competing yeah. with you, like, you do not have any say in anything. Like, your judgment, your opinion means diddly squat. But... She was going through some stuff, probably. And that's another thing. She doesn't need to give anybody any excuses as to why she's doing what she does. Mm -hmm. Like, what is? why does everybody feel like everybody's owed an explanation? If it's mental health, whatever she is, she's struggling with a couple of things. We yeah. know that she's, she's struggling with, she for sure is off on her game. Because I've heard a lot of commentary from other like gymnasts. Like she didn't land like half. Right. Like the whole thing was in the air. She was supposed to do a set amount of turns. And she did She less. only did half. Right. Yeah. And she got what they call lost, lost in, in the air. Uh -huh. Right. So she is not on her game. And yeah. she knows it. And it's scary. Because this is someone who is... On the world stage her. where you're supposed to be on your yeah, game. Yeah, and, so, and she's so in tune with her body, mm -hmm. and she knows what she does, mm -hmm. and she, it's so almost automatic for her that this scared her, and she's probably feeling all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. She's had sexual abuse. Yes, from, she, she's like, the face of the sexual abuse scandal. Hello? Like, that in, in and of itself should be enough for someone to, you know, ha mm -hmm. have a hard time. And here people are judging Criticizing her. her for taking care of herself. 
It's ridiculous. I actually, um, on the one day a week I go to the office, I was listening to NPR on my drive-in and they were interviewing, um, I don't remember the gymnast's name, but she competed on the U S team in the nineties. I think she got bronze or something. She has her own gym. She trains, she trains gymnasts. And so she was talking about how stressful it is training for the Olympics and how you basically give up your entire childhood because when you get into gymnastics and you start really getting into it, especially gymnastics mm-hmm. by the a time you're 11 years old, they're already like the, it's no longer for fun. Right. If you're here, it's for com- competing and it's, they talk about the Olympics if you're good and it becomes very strict training. And when you're preparing for the Olympics, it's a lot of, a lot of things I that go into it and extremely stressful. And these Olympics were supposed to happen in 2020 and it got delayed because of the pandemic. So the added stress of having an extra year of training to prepare for something like this. It, it, and then you get there and you, you know, uh, I, I don't know how accurate this information is. I'd have to look it up myself, but my husband was watching the Joe Rogan pro, uh, podcast and he was talking about the whole Simone Biles, um, you know, taking a step back. And he said at, that she has ADHD and she takes medication for that Adderall, which is not legal in Tokyo, and she's not allowed to take her medication. So that also is throwing her off because she can't focus because right. she uses that medicine to treat her ADHD. So I don't know how accurate that information is, but I'm assuming if must have look it a, up if, if he's yeah, talking about well, it. Well, hmm, that's debatable, <laughs> but that, but even if even if it is like. That could be a factor. Of Even course. if it isn't a factor, it could be. And just that alone could be. That's an added factor. Yeah. I'm sure, definitely not the reason. She has a lot of shit, you know. I know. There's I'm a lot. Sure right. That, and she knows better than anybody else exactly. what she needs. So they should just respect it. And that's it. Yeah. Yes. I honestly just everybody needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah. For real. I saw this uh, meme and I saw somebody comment about this girl that's uh, swimming in the Olympics. And I thought this was pretty inspiring. So as a teenager, uh, I don't hope I don't mess up her name. Yusra, Yusra Mardini fled the war in Syria. She swam for three hours in the open sea, steering her sinking boat to safety, saving every passenger on board. She trekked from Greece to Germany by foot. Today, she competed for the 100 meter butterfly at the Olympics when this was posted. That is... A crazy story like I, I saw another article later talking about her she was fleeing on this little boat and it was literally sinking because there wasn't enough people on it and oh she God. and her sister got out and pulled the boat and swam to save all these people oh fleeing God. Syria I, I was just like holy yeah shit. that's a crazy accomplishment that is insane it really like did you, did you, yeah, that is really. And inspiring. some of the people from other She's countries teenager. who go to the Olympics have a lot of really in, interesting, interesting stories. stories and things like that, like mm-hmm. trials and tribulations that having a prevent almost preventing them from getting to the Olympics or helping them get there. Yeah. But did you hear about did you hear about maybe you should look this up about what people get, what company or what countries give you for your medals like how much money the olympians yeah, get we were they're also talking we about that so, on joe rogan bullshit like we're, what do they get for getting they, a gold medal here in america there's a country out there I, I don't even know what country i don't remember we gotta look it up but we there was a country out there that gave a million to its medal winners gold medal winners a million america thirty seven thousand dollars what 
What? Yeah. One gold medal gets One you $37,000? Yeah, look it up. It was something like that. It was a crazy comparison of what the countries give for their athletes. And then what America gave was like a joke. Are you fucking I'm serious? Kidding me? I was like, like we wow. Pay, to add we to pay football the players, insults. baseball players, basketball players millions of dollars, and we give thirty seven thousand dollars. Yeah, for it's a gold really medal? bad. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, we have to look that up. We have to. That's insane. Yeah, that's really crazy. But I believe it. And then, so you're fucked unless you're doing a sport where it's also a big major sport in the U.S. where you're already making millions, and then you just also do Olympics because you're that badass, like LeBron right. does basketball and yeah. stuff like that. Well, yeah. But a lot of, and a lot of basketball players this year, my husband told me this, you know, usually America, people want to play for the American team because it's like the best team and a fucking America. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of the people who play for the team here in America, for whatever their American team is, they played, they went to their country to play for their country in the Olympics. So, I mean, it, they've done that in the past. This yeah. is nothing new, but now more like. I heard that you America know? got the bronze, uh, the bronze in skateboarding. Oh, I don't know. And they're like, "What?" I know we we took. A, I think we didn't. I think we did kind of bad in basketball too, which we normally do. Really I don't well. know. I haven't been keeping track. At, I haven't watched any of the Olympics. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't watched one bit. <laughs> yeah. Commenting on the Olympics and also we we're like, see well, shit. we saw highlights. <laughs> I haven't even we, seen highlights. I've seen highlights people have shown on TikTok. Somebody showed like a video of like a there's horse dancing. Like there's like oh, yeah, you they that. have horses dance <laughs> to music. <laughs> right, but it's like a yeah, it's like an art form. It's an equestrian whatever. Oh my you know? god, how funny! Which like who, who we, I don't even know what the sports are in terms of yeah, like the equestrian sports. sports. Yeah, there's all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, they have a different basketball too now i think they have three on three they have like now uh what is another competition we were looking at another sport that was really i thought it was kind of lame to be honest but it was like a mixed <laughs> soccer with basketball what? and i was just like why so they don't even have to dribble the ball they don't dribble the ball they, they run with it? the ball they run oh they don't they don't even have to kick it because so it's not no soccer kick. so how is it soccer it's they combined. throw it into a goal into a goal like a soccer it's not a hoop because it's not a hoop it's like i'm like what it is sounds that? like they took the What's lamest the parts of, of every single sport and we're like hey let's make a really lame sport we'll just take all the shit okay pieces. so it's football in the sense that you carry the ball and run with it right it's it's basketball how's it basketball well, because you then can pass the number it of too. players. Uh, yes. Well, that maybe the way you can pass the way it. you can pass it. In football, you can only pass it forward. Right. You pass it like a. It look. It, it's a like a basketball. And you passes. can't do it once you're past the line of scrimmage. I'm sure you there's more to. rules to this other game, but yeah, who knows? Again, we're coming. Well, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Listen to Captain J and Sunny D comment on the Olympics, like a bunch of stoner moms would comment on the Olympics because we don't fucking know shit. Look at us. I honestly haven't seen one bit of it. <laughs> We're watching, like I said, we're watching, you know, some of the highlights. Stories that come on, up on our... No, on, on our Roku, they have like a special thing. Oh, okay, you guys are watching thing. highlights, yeah. We were watching like the skateboarding and the, okay, and, so and the biking. Okay, so you've seen more than I have. Well, yeah, but like nothing like that I could tell there, you know, oh, a score on the fucking, on the fucking <laughs> BMX bike competition. I don't know what the score is. Oh, uh, we'll Google later what medals yeah. have been won, I guess. We'll see. Yeah, and I don't know what the level of greatness, like skateboard tricks... You know, well, my husband's into skateboarding. He knows that shit. Okay, well, he knows that shit. But if I look at skateboard, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. I don't know. He's looked like he landed that trick. I don't know how much, <laughs> how many points he should get for that trick. But it's like what, better than I can you do. You can tell what looks cool, though. <laughs> yeah. You know what looks cool. 
Oh, we should have a segment now where we like comment on the Olympics, but don't don't know a goddamn thing about the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> but in the meantime, we'll bring you this segment. We don't know about the Olympics, but we know about weed. Here we go. Here we go. Reading stories to you. <laughs> so Canada to reopen border. Travelers reminded cannabis is prohibited. So the border is open to Americans with proof of vaccination who don't and who do not have cannabis. All right. So we would have to bring our vaccine. We got that. And then we just have to leave the cannabis at home. That's fine. If you're going to go to Canada, it's there. I know. I mean... We should, a, we should go. As a tourist, you're allowed to purchase, right? I would think it's legal there. So Yeah. Okay. Well, well we're well, going to Canada. Let's go to Canada. <laughs> uh, on both sides of some of the areas of the U.S.-Canada border, cannabis is legal for adult use. But that doesn't mean you can take cannabis through customs of an international border. Don't even think about it. Because officials with both sides say they won't tolerate tolerate it, and it could still get you in serious trouble. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, guys. So Canada, uh, as we mentioned, opened the doors uh, August 9th to vaccinated people. But despite it being legal in both New York and Canada, you can't take it across the two countries, as well as between Washington and Canada, Michigan and Canada, Maine and Canada, basically anywhere. So travelers must have received their vaccine at least 14 days before entering the border. Um, yeah. Get your vaccines, by the way. <laughs> Canada has, I won't even get into that one because it's been very tumultuous this last week. Canada has a border problem. We have a vaccine problem. It's easy to forget a passport or even worse, forget that you have weed in the car when there isn't much time to turn the car around. But if you get caught with weed, you will almost certainly be denied entry into the U.S. regardless of state legal medical cards. And you could even be given a ticket or arrested at their discretion. Mike Niesgoda is a public affairs officer with the U.S. Customs and Border Protection and said there have been a number of smuggling cases, even though cannabis is legal on both sides. We had an incursion that came via helicopter that landed in Grand Island, just north off of Buffalo. Border Patrol agents recovered four duffel bags carrying a total of more than 100 pounds of cannabis with an estimated street value of more than 100,000. Bonio. But Niesgoda sees smaller infractions happen more often unintended smuggling because people have cannabis in their cars and forget about it. I mean, we're, we get high, we forget, like, <clears throat> it yeah. happened, I guess. Yeah, no, it happens. <laughs> Say they went to Toronto to go up to see the Maple Leafs play the Sabres. They bought some marijuana and they forgot about it and came back. They realized right before they saw the booth, he said. That could result in potentially serious charges because U.S. Customs and Border Protection agents default to federal law. What to do if you have cannabis at the Canada port of entry? Eat it, swallow it, put it in. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, how thoroughly do you do they search vehicles? Like, they can't really. I don't know. I guess they randomly choose. It I don't might know. be random. When Canada first legalized cannabis, the parliamentary secretary to Canada's minister of public safety told Canadians that they should be honest and tell the truth yeah, when asked that's working at the border here. if they've smoked weed at the U.S.-Canada border. Mm-hmm. But U.S. Customs and Border Protection agents can ban you from entering the United States, even for admitting that you're there to smoke cannabis and party. For this reason, an immigration lawyer told Vice that he recommends uh, being silent about plans to smoke weed when crossing the border. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like, really? Like, you're going to tell the people, yeah, I'm going to California. I'm going to California today or Washington so I could just smoke lots of weed. Yeah. I want to smoke American weed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I wish people 
saw the face you just made. <laughs> so having cannabis in the car could be worse. The best thing to do is to just pay attention to what's in your car and prevent accidental smuggling charges. In some ports of entry, there are places where you can do a U-turn and find a place to dispose of cannabis. If travelers are caught throwing a bag of weed out the window, officials say that they face littering charges on top of cannabis possession. Damn. What the fuck? Officials claim that it's better don't throw to... It on your window. I mean, if you take it out of the baggie and you're just throwing the plant out, how is that littering? I mean, it's it's biodegrade. Yeah. It's like plant matter. It's not going to... Yeah, but they don't want you to throw the bag out, right? You're not to throw the bag They're out. Just keep specific. the bag. Can right. they really get... Can you get in trouble for having an empty bag? That's... Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> but they don't want you to throw the bag with the weed inside of it yeah, out. that's what I'm saying. If I'm going to throw the weed out, like right. if I have to throw weed out, I'm not going to put leave it in the plastic I bag. I know. Be smart about it. Yeah, that doesn't... Come on. Be smart. Be green. Yeah. Plus, uh, plus, how much weed do you have that you forget that you have? I'm sorry. I, I do not have that. I smoke all I my weed. Even my emergency weed. It's like not really an emergency. That's easier said than done because honestly, when I've... Went to California. I planned to smoke all the weed I smoked, but I, I mean, I bought, but I didn't. Oh, for sure. And we I went did to Colorado and me. that happened. Oh, I didn't bring back. And I was fine, you know, but I shouldn't have. That was illegal. Yeah. <laughs> so officials claim that it's better to declare cannabis in the vehicle, but it could result in a fine or arrest. Oh my God. But why would you do that? To avoid all that, he says travelers would be wise to leave cannabis at home or dispose of it before reaching the border. In the Duh. Well, hopefully they hear this, <laughs> this news article or read this news article before fucking going. Duh. I want to go to Canada. Yeah, we should go. We should go during summertime. We got lots of plans. I guess next but, year. Next year. Things have gone bad know. again. Yeah, Things are crazy. Georgia medical cannabis program finally revamps and expands, which is news to me. Because I as, as like, far Georgia? as I was confirmed, I was, I was like, very confused. Your weed, there's no weed in Georgia. <laughs> we know <laughs> people in Georgia and they told I've us. I've gotten in trouble for weed in Georgia. Yeah, see, uh-huh, Georgia. That exactly. was a long time ago, though. Georgia's giving its medical cannabis program a serious and much needed makeover. Georgia's medicinal cannabis program is about to undergo a significant expansion after the state's regulatory board chose six companies Saturday that will be allowed to sell the drug. A decision that will finally give registered patients a legal way to obtain medication. First approved six years ago. Fuck, According to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Seriously, it's taken six years? I mean, yeah, they're giving the the medical program a much-needed makeover. We didn't even know it existed. Shit's going to (laughs) change. The decision means that thousands of patients in the Peach State will now finally be able to obtain medical marijuana oil. Oil. (laughs) Only oil. Which has long been unavailable under state's medical marijuana law. This will be a significant and positive change for a state that has gone too long without a true medical program. The move was greenlit by Georgia Access to Medical Cannabis Commission, which voted unanimously to select the six companies from 69 that had applied for uh, for licenses, according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. State law limits the number of medical marijuana producers to six. Each licensee will be authorized to open five dispensaries, the newspaper reported. Those businesses are now permitted to sell medical marijuana oil so long as it contains no more than 5%. 5%? 5% seed. What is 5%? Like, oh, wow. So for Georgia's medical cannabis patients who prefer oil consumption, it has been a long time coming. In 2019, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, a Republican, signed Georgia's HOPE Act, or HB 324, into law. The legislation cleared the way for production, manufacturing, and dispensing 
a low THC oil in the state and provided for an exception possession of certain qualities of low THC oil. Like what's the point of that low THC? I guess maybe for patients that have never, ever used cannabis before, I guess that would, I that don't would know. Do something. And it's oil. Yeah. Like a vape pen. Yeah. But how you'd have to, You'd have to grow low THC flour to then do then then convert into that low percent or just oil. or just like I guess not like water it down but like you know bring down the I don't know I don't know how they would make low know. THC oil. Georgia's program has been lagging. Overall impl- implementation of Georgia's medical marijuana law has continued to lag, as the marijuana policy project noted. The Georgia Access to Medical Cannabis Commission accepted applications for producers in late 2020, but did not issue the six licenses until Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. It's been over a year. Yeah. Almost a year. The commission chose the six companies before a packed room of about 200 people, according to Atlanta Journal-Constitution. The newspaper said that those six companies will have one year to begin operations after contracts are signed following potential protests from losing bidders. Wow, they're like... Already, like, expecting Oh, there's protests. always, people are always going to protest losing a bid. There's always, and any project when there's, like, bids uh, for it, yeah. people protest, yeah. Providing for, sure. for patients suffering from conditions including seizures, terminal cancers, and Parkinson's disease. Two companies won licenses to cultivate medical marijuana oil on 100,000 square feet of indoor growing space, while the other four will be licensed to operate smaller production f- facilities with 50,000 square feet of growing room. Georgia lawmakers first passed a bill legalizing medical marijuana in 2015. What? But the rollout has come, has come at a glacial space. Yeah, no shit. By late, by late 2019, the state still hadn't appointed mem- any members to the Georgia Access to Medical Cannabis Commission. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution noted that before now, patients have obtained low THC oil illegally, either through an informal network of patients or by traveling to other states to buy it. The law passed six years ago allows patients to register to possess up to 20 fluid ounces of medical cannabis oil with up to 5% THC. The medical, sorry, the marijuana policy project has expressed disappointment at the 5% cap saying that Georgia's statute does not meet MPP's definition of an effective medical cannabis law. Duh, 5%. (laughs) Like, I don't like, and we were upset about a 10% cap here and they got 5%. Around 15,000 patients have signed up for the medical marijuana program in the state and are on the heels of this weekend's vote. They are one step closer to finally getting their hands on the medicine. Sales for medical marijuana have been expected to begin sometime this year. Georgia officials have continued to expand the program even during the slow implementation period. In May, Kemp signed a bill into law that will allow as many as 30 state licensed medical cannabis businesses to sell high CBD cannabis. But the unanimous vote by commission over the weekend means that the state will at long last have a functioning marijuana program. As the Atlanta Can we Journal just stop calling it marijuana? Can they stop know, referring right? to themselves? I know. <laughs> Atlanta Journal Constitution wrote and the Atlanta Constitution said and then we wrote in the Atlanta Con- Journal Constitution. Okay, so okay, how guys. successful do you even think this program is going to be? Like how many people are going to go out of their way I don't know. Who do we, we, do we even know anybody THC? in Georgia who part, participates only, in the medical program? The only person we know that I can think of off the top of yeah. my head in Georgia is, and is he's not Bradley. And he's definitely not going to sure. go for 5%. Yeah, he's been talking all about the Delta 8 yeah. and whatever. I don't think know. he, and even if he would, why would he even bother? Exactly. You know, exactly. but I would be interested in speaking to somebody who does 
Any of our listeners are in Georgia, let us know if you know anybody that or if you yourself I mean it would be better if you yourself if you or anybody uh were part of the, you know, just to get some information on But what, there apparently it hasn't really been a program till now. So yeah. I don't even know if there's like a a process to get your card or any of that. Yeah. This is silly. It's been taking forever in Georgia. I mean, it's very conservative there, so it's not not surprising. Yeah. So our next story is overseas. Oh, I heard about this. Yes. Yeah. So and I actually watched the little Vice thing that they referenced in this yeah. article. So Barcelona's cannabis clubs in limbo after abrupt court ruling. I'm going to Spain soon. I didn't even know there were cannabis clubs in Spain. Yeah, I I knew there were clubs. So but it's I, illegal, I but it's I, private. So you can. You're I mean, allowed to like possess and consume cannabis, I think, privately. But you can't be like selling and stuff like that. Okay. But I don't understand how these clubs got around it because I guess it's like a membership or something. It's not really. But you would go there to buy. They sold it there. Oh. And you would smoke it there. I thought you had to bring your own. Right. I don't know. That's what I figured. But. Apparently, it was open to tourists, too. I thought it was only for residents. Say what? Yeah, because they talk about how tourism... uh, You'll see. We'll go into it now. So around 200 cannabis clubs in the city face an uncertain future. Part of Barcelona's claiming appeal is its concentration of hundreds of cannabis clubs, known locally as... Asociaciones. 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 (laughs) Associations, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Uh Uh-huh. But that could be uh, coming to a crash end in this city's latest setback. The Supreme Court dealt another blow to the legal loophole that allowed around 200 local clubs to continue operation. They are defined officially as private clubs, but the associations generally rely on luring tourists with a membership fee of around 10 euros, and it usually goes towards the first purchase anyway. Fuck yeah, I'll pay 10 euros to like get my weed. Like there. (laughs) (laughs) In 2014, the public health agency of the Generalitat de Catalunya proposed tight new measures to regulate the clubs. The general is the regional government of Catalonia. I don't know how Generalitat is a regional government of Catalonia having broad powers under Spain's decentralized system, although it cannot override Spanish national law. And Spanish law allows private cannabis use. Yeah. The cannabis clubs reached a setback in 2017 when the Supreme Court overruled the local Catalan law. The law once maintained that private consumption of cannabis by adults is part of the exercise of the fundamental right to free personal development and freedom of conscience. Hell yeah. yeah. The clubs continued to operate. However, under a city bylaw that regulated the sale of cannabis, but that too has been overruled by judges taking the authority away from city officials. The majority of associations assume that sooner or later they will be forced to close down. Eric Asensio, spokesman for the Federation of Catalan Cannabis Associations, told The Guardian. Once again, the judiciary is attacking the associations without taking into account the reality of Barcelona, a city that has coexisted with these entities for more than 30 years. So the city, which supports the association's gray area status, has clarified to them that the latest ruling prohibits the sale of the sale, consumption, or promotion of cannabis, representing a severe blow to the future of the clubs as they know it. City officials said it would soon be inspecting the clubs, starting with the ones with the most negative impact and which are geared towards tourists and massive sales. Asensio added that if the city kept the regulations in place, crime would actually be reduced because it would thwart gangs and mafia members from infiltrating the system. It's unclear whether the latest ruling will stand and if the clubs have any arsenal left to defend their industry. 
Are mafia and gang grow operations and cannabis clubs to blame? Vice News ran a feature on the surge of illegal activity in Barcelona, Europe's cannabis capital. Journalists report that when tourism crashed, mafia and gang members quickly seized the control of cannabis trade, often working in unison with some of the clubs. Ooh. The associations first operated as private clubs where members could buy and smoke cannabis on the premises, but recently many have departed from that model to instead become outlets for the massive quantities of cannabis grown in Catalonia under the control of Eastern Europe and other mafia organizations. Over the past year, police have broken up 34 criminal organizations that have sprung up that are connected to cannabis and destroyed 319 plantations. Spain is remarkably tolerant of cannabis crimes, and criminals rarely stay in jail more than two years for any type of cannabis-related crimes. That's good. I was surprised. I saw the the name of the Vice News article was like, Europe's cannabis capital. I'm thinking... Barcelona? I never I, I would have never thought that. I always when I think of cannabis in Europe, I think of the Netherlands. Yeah, you no. know, you think of Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Apparently right. that's not the case. Apparently a lot of weed is coming from Barcelona. <sighs> With the collapse of tourism in Barcelona due to COVID nineteen, the cannabis business is one of the very few one of very few thriving in Catalonia. But beyond the low lights and chilled vibe of the associations, darker forces are in play. An internal report by Moses de Esquadra, the Catalan police, claims Catalonia is the epicenter of Europe's illegal marijuana market and has become a net exporter of cannabis to other European countries. It's crazy. Mm. Also filling the void, a Chinese gang known as Bang of Fujian was using the clubs in Barcelona and other Spanish cities to sell cannabis grown illegally. Europol swarmed 29 warehouses in Barcelona, effectively shutting down the gang's operations. The once innocent tourism in the once innocent tourism cannabis club industry in Barcelona could get worse if the Supreme Court continues to shut down city regulations that make it safer. Wow, jeez, like all weeds coming from Barcelona. I want. I watched the little Vice thing. You yeah, should, and it's good. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's all, it's short. It's only like 11, 12 minutes, and they just go over the story real quick and i'm like damn i had no idea yeah i didn't know that it was that you know the game, like when i lived in europe when i lived in germany it was really hard to find weed like all you could find was hash like hashish mm-hmm. you can't find weed so we used to literally drive what is hash isn't hash like i like mean keef, like press keef like you know right that's what i thought i mean it's the yeah like the sticky the trichomes yeah the trichomes are just stuff. compressed the, yeah they make it into yeah kind of like concentrates it's just pressed key for whatever. Yeah. That's what I understand it as. So that's all you could find. And people would just mix that with like tobacco and, and roll cigarettes with it. I know. Ugh. You can't just smoke that by itself. You could, but you need like a proper little pipe with a good, you know, like in, yeah. I wasn't looking. I lived in Germany. My husband was in the military. I lived in a military base. I wasn't looking for like yeah. pipes and shit like that. Yeah, you're like, can I just. I So like, and the only. J. <laughs> I just want some weed, bro. <laughs> Like I went a while without smoking and then like we, we got the courage to just drive to the Netherlands. And then, uh, when we saw how easy it was to get weed there, we're like, Oh, Maastricht is the closest major city like to us, but just beyond the border for us to be able to get, I like, it was like a four hour drive. It was like driving to Orlando and back. So that's how I got my weed when I lived in Europe. So it's like so easy. I could drive from Germany into the Netherlands by my weed and cross. There was no border. There uh-huh. was no, you don't have to stop. Show your passport. Nothing. Yeah. You just open borders. Nice. So interesting. Crazy. Next time we'll go to fucking Barcelona <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Apparently, if they still have the cannabis clubs. Shit, I hope they figure that out. Because once we go, I'm going. It's weed club time. 
But in the meantime, before we go there. I love you, Miami! Oh, God. Welcome to his house. Watch Miami rapper Flo Rida get key to the city on 125th birthday. Apparently, Miami's 125 years old. Happy birthday, Miami. Happy birthday, Miami. <laughs> Mayor Francis Suarez presented rapper Flo Rida with a key to the city. Miami Mayor Francis Suarez. <laughs> Miami Mayor Francis Suarez. Twice. <laughs> Miami Mayor Francis Suarez is <clears throat> celebrating the city's 125th birthday. So, uh, Flo Rida <laughs> is the god, the king of uh, fucking Miami. Apparently, now is that his? so? This is him, Jamar Lasalle Dillard. Yeah, so the forty-one-year-old rapper, star born to Tramar Lasalle Dillard. I had no idea that was his name. Yeah, I mean, oh. was ever gra- grateful, and on his Instagram, Flo posed with the symbolic key. I bet to God, to the glory, to the key of the city. I can say is wow. And he was like, it's going down for real. <laughs> and to receive it on the 125th anniversary of Miami, I couldn't ask for a better setup, said the low singer's caption. I'm forever in debt to my city. I love you, Miami. Hey, that's the name of this there segment. You go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love you, <laughs> Thank you again to everyone. Time oh. to open more doors with this key. Yeah, yeah. Then he threw his money around in Miami like, oh, my God. Really? We're giving the key to the city to this guy. Cool. The post ended with the hashtag hashtag my house for his 2015 hit. Welcome to my house. How does that one go? I don't know. I really don't know his music well. I know. I don't. Like, I mean, I think he sings that one song I just said that is going down for real. <laughs> it says here, outfitted in diamond encrusted sunglasses and a huge smile. The entertainer spoke about the Miami mean what Miami means to him, saying that the magic city is his heart and made him who he is today. The Grammy nominee. Oh, he has Grammy. Oh, just nominee. He didn't. Yeah, win. I mean, he. The Grammy nominee then made his way to the stage for a medley of his classics, including "Wild Ones" and "Low." Do you know those songs? Holding a bottle of eleven vodka in hand, although he did share it, pouring some of the alcoholic beverage into party goers' mouths. Oh yeah, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, really. Honestly, I. That's why I'm like, whatever. This is his. Back. Watch, we're going to recognize the song once we hear it. Open up the oh, yeah, I've heard this song. When did this song come out? 2015? Well, that's you know, it, guys. That's Flo Rida. I mean, I'm sure they know who fucking Flo Rida I'm, is. Some of them probably do. All of our Miami peeps, I'm sure, know who he is. I mean, we know him vaguely. I know who he is. Like, I know he exists. It's not like I jam his music. This isn't bad, though. I Right. That's why I'm saying he doesn't have bad music. I just I really think it's just like, it. oh, you have to do this whole song and dance about the fucking key to the city. Hey, this guy. <laughs> why did they give it to him and not Pitbull? I guess it's Pitbull's probably, He might, might have given. He probably already has the key to the city, babe. <laughs> fucking Pitbull. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That guy is Miami. 100%. Exactly. Yeah, he he owns this place. This guy just got the keys this time. He got, they share a set. They share. Yeah. They oh. got, they made another, another set. Yeah. <laughs> they went to Home Depot and they made another key for Pitbull. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's okay. He's all right. Well, congratulations, Flo Rida. Yeah. Well, you know. Hey, now that you have a key, you know, 
you know, come and go as you please. Like, you know, be respectful. <laughs> Leave some food in the fridge. And don't smoke all our weed, you know. <laughs> please be vaccinated too. Yeah, please. Please, everybody be vaccinated. Thank you guys so much for spending time with us. Maybe now that you know we're pro vaccines, you know, this church anymore. Hopefully, hopefully you still listen to us. Hopefully you still listen to us. But and hopefully you get your vaccine. Uh, but thanks so much for spending time with us. Uh, we know that you have options for podcasts. And, you know, we really, really appreciate you hanging out with us. We, we love you. Um, if, if you're, if you're listening to this on the day that it airs, please join us. Instagram live Wednesday, 9 p.m. Uh, so, you know. If you listen to the episode that same day, you know, and you want to say something, if you want to, if you want to shun me for our subliminal messaging of vaccine, of getting your vaccine, uh, and you have a problem with that, share it on the live. <laughs> come, come tell us why the vaccine is bad. And then I'll tell you that everybody I know in the hospital right now has not got my vaccine. Anyways, thank you so much to our patrons. We love uh, you guys. We love you guys. You're the best. And I, I'm sure you're all We should have our patrons while, <laughs> like, if any of our patrons are down to go live with us during the off season. Yeah, let us know. We know. We're always trying to figure out a best time. Everybody's got, you know, everybody's got things to do. But we will love to see you in our next Zoom sesh for patrons. And if you guys want to do a Zoom sesh, jump Which into is Friday. Our, pa- our patron page. Way. And let us know. Uh, patrons Yanni, Destiny, Lauren, Jesse, Christy, April, Terry, Shelby, Denise, and Liza. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you so much. Uh, please, again, subscribe, rate, review, share our content, and just drop us a line. You know? We enjoy listening to you. Just like you hopefully enjoy <laughs> listening to us. Be uh, safe. Bye. Yeah, bye. Bye, guys. Get vaccinated. It's just a little shot. It's not even I'm still alive. It's been, yeah, it's oh my been God. On. Yeah, I've stayed out of the hospital. Great. I feel fantastic. No death here. <laughs>